We often forget about the who and then focus so much on the what. You may be wondering what I mean by the who and the what. The who is basically who we're selling to. Our customers, our target audience, the people that we actually want to give us their money. These people are the who. And even though they are so important, we most times focus on the what. The what is what we're selling. Our product, our service, that thing we're offering, that thing we're giving, that value that we're rendering in return for money. That is what the what is. It is so important that you focus on the what, you know, talk about um, what we are going to get when we give you our money. Of course, it's important. But if you don't have the basic understanding of your ideal customers, your customer avatar, the people that you actually want to work with, the people that are going to get results from this, your product or service, then you're going to have issues in your marketing or and advertising. I hope you know that your product is not for everyone. A lot of us make that mistake. We think our product is for everyone. It is not even possible. If there was one product that was for everyone, then other people would not be able to sell. Because there's almost nothing that there are no different brands offering it. Is it detergent? Is it soap? Is it curtains? Is it um, wash basket? Is it pillows? They are like different brands for, for different things. And each of these people have their customer avatar. They have the people that they are trying to reach out to. No matter what you're selling. Having your customer avatar down to the T is very important. And in this podcast, we're going to be talking about the who. The who, they are so important. And I'm going to tell you why. You know, some days I wake up and I'm not sure I like my online business. I get so overwhelmed, confused, and frustrated most days. Nothing I do is working. And digital marketing is so complicated. I hate it. Is this you? Welcome to the Digital Marketing Today podcast. And this time out with the guru. My name is Ima Machuku. Most people just call me Oma. And I'm your host for the show. Digital Marketing Today is a podcast focused on helping business owners boost their online presence and hit their sales goals back to back by providing them with actionable tips every week. All I ask is that you start taking all the necessary action in your business. I have so much to dish out. I'm interested in hearing what you think about this podcast, so don't forget to drop a comment or two. Great, let's get into today's topic. Brian Clark said, you don't accept who you find, you choose who to attract. This basically means that you don't just put out your product out there and then anybody that comes is fine by you. You might accept trouble. You're the one that is going to choose the kind of person that you want to attract. And how do you choose? You choose by the kind of content you put out. You choose by the type of words you use in your marketing. You choose by the type of advertising you do. You're going to attract a specific group of people for every type of message that you put out there. That's how you choose. Don't think everybody is your customer. That's not even true. 
you could have multiple customer avatars too in your business and that's perfectly fine but outlining them and tailoring each one to its own marketing message is the best thing you can do example let's use someone that sells headwear like uh, maybe scarves turbans gele for the scarves how as in she could decide to create a different marketing message say something about um you you should sleep to church you should um you should cover your hair maybe when you're going to church or you, this is um different ways you could style your clothes change up your outfits with our unique scarves you know you would just find a way to change the thing up then for the turban part you could also decide to say church maybe say the scarves you would say um styling for turbans you can say church or functions or that kind of something then gele you could say for events for your wambe um party you want to um you know you want to go to some kind of events and it's traditional you need to show us your as we as in we have different kinds of gele gele in different sizes do you want the one that looks like arrow the one that is going this other way the one ah you know but you're selling headwear, basically. But in that headwear, you could still have different customer avatar, different kinds of people that you're trying to reach out to still under that your headwear. Okay? So even in one business, you could have multiple customer avatar. In one product, even, you could have multiple customer avatar. Because in this gele one, for instance, now you can tie gele to church too now, Abby. Yeah? You can tie gele to church. You can use it for events. Scarves. You can use scarves to style. You can use maybe your scarf to tie your hair. You can even use um, scarves to... There is this, um, this scarf styling tip I saw once that they like they convert it to a headband or something. And then you can wear it with your shorts or your crop top or, you know, you still look pink. It's still a scarf. So you could actually have multiple customer avatar for one product or one business. That is perfectly fine. Now I'm going to show you quickly how you can just create a customer avatar template in a few steps. At this point in time, you should have brought out your pen and paper. Mm? <laughs> okay, so there are some things. There are some things your customer avatar should contain. Now, the first one is goals and values. You write it down. Number one, goals and values. I need you to think, what are some things that your customer is trying to achieve? Please note that every single thing that I'm saying here should be in relation to your product. It's not that you are selling hair and the goals that you're putting there is um, my customer would like to buy land. That's not even related. <laughs> and then I skipped the step. So I'm going to take us right back. Before you even start outlining your goals and values, the first thing you should do is to name your customer avatar. Name it. You could name it Chinwento. You could name it Ihoma. You could name it Adora. You could name it Omoumi. You could name it Hadizat. You could name it anything that you want. Hmm? Name it. Now, when you name it, it's important you do that because it kind of makes this person seem real. You know, we're, we're trying to get a picture here. We're trying to imagine what our ideal customer looks like. 
That's the whole point of this. Because if we can understand this perfectly, we can picture it in our head. Ha! Then when we're speaking to them, we'll find it easier knowing what to say to them. It's like we know these people already. Hmm? So, as I was saying, when you're outlining their goals and values, you know we'll be writing goals that are not related to what you're selling. If you're selling hair, don't be saying my customer's goals is to have land in Lekki. That's not even your, that's not your business. You're going to only outline goals that are related to what you're selling. Example, a relationship expert will have customers who may, who may be value family. Hmm? If they don't value family, then why are they here? It means they are not her customer avatar. Then for the goals part, their goals could be spending more time with their children. Their goals could be spending more time with their husband since it's a relationship expert. Spending quality time with their husband. Maybe their career women, they're very busy. They don't have the time. So that is their goal. They are, as in, their own goal, may, as in they could have other goals like they may want to lose weight. They may want to increase their income by 100%. They may want to, they may have tons of other goals, but those other goals are not your business. You're only going to focus on goals that are your business. Goals that are related to the product or service that you're trying to sell. So by the time you get down this, your goals and values, what are you going to do next? Now, onto the second one, sources of information. Now, this source of information, you can go as broad as you want, but it's basically what they read, the kind of people they follow. You know, this gives you an idea of this person's interest. This gives you an idea of maybe where they have been to seek for that solution that they are now with you for. Because there are some places that I might have searched for things and you'll be like, oh, are you interested? Like, are you into this? And I'll be like, yes, I'm actually into that. Like, how did you know? And you'll say, ah, it's because you said you've been here and you've been here. So that's basically the goal of sources of information. It could be books that they read too. It's just to give you a picture of where this person has been before they came to you. It could be magazines. Some magazines that, you know, they love reading. If you're someone into fashion, there are some fashion magazines. Even when you're even advertising, some of those magazines, example, through Facebook ads, can even be targeted. Some of those shows can even be targeted. An example of a show that can be targeted for entrepreneurs is Shark Tank. A lot of entrepreneurs watch that show. It's basically a show where different people come with different entrepreneurial ideas. And then if they happen to love your idea, you walk away with is it $1 million. I can't even remember. One, either $100,000 or $1 million. Yeah. So um, that's for sources of information. Now onto the next one. Their demographics. That's the number three. Their demographics. You're going to sit down and think of that your customer avatar. Remember we've already gotten a name. Now, the next thing you're going to write is age. Around which age do you think this your customer is? We need an age range. Please don't, as in keep it between five. Don't go, say age range 20 to 50. No. You can say 20 to 25. You can say 20 to 23. Please, this does not mean that you cannot target other people outside this. So, it doesn't mean. Remember when I said you can have multiple customer avatars. 
but it kind of makes you more definite, more direct in your messaging. Now you talk of income because some some of us are busy marketing to people that can't even afford what we are selling. We are marketing to the wrong people now. So income, what are the income levels that you, you're you're trying to target here? How about their job? Job is the fourth one. Name, age, income, job. Job is the fourth one, and finally marital status. You know there are some pri some products or services that this really matters in in your own it may not matter in marital status it may not matter like but there are some products or services that marital status ma matters example that our first um relationship expert you should be in a sort of relationship she's not really here for singles there are people that maybe they are for people that are looking to get back into the game maybe they've been heartbroken they have trust issues they find it difficult sticking with one partner May maybe that's the person that that other one is for but this person is for people that are in a relationship so you see that there are some products or services that this matters in all right now um now let's go on to the fourth Thing that should be in your avatar template that is challenges and pain points okay in demographics please don't forget gender the gender matters please there are some products that you shouldn't be marketing to both genders at the same time you can decide to tailor an ad for the male and tailor another ad for the female but we combine everything where we are saving money it shouldn't be so no be so so back to what i was saying challenges and pain points this is basically what you can use to really understand how badly they need your product or service. And you can actually use this part to get them to take action. You can use it in your landing pages. You can use it in your copies. You can use it in your graphics. If you're doing videos, you can talk about it in your videos when you're doing your advertising. Now, your challenges and pain points, or rather their challenges and pain points, things that they may be going through. Someone that sells weight loss um you know related products whether the person offers a gym membership or the person has teas or green coffee or whatnot any something that helps in weight loss some of the challenges that the person is going through is they are finding it so difficult to lose weight another challenge could be they have lost it before but it came back you get that's a challenge that somebody is having. Some as in some some people their own is they have not even lost Rara. They have run, they have climbed Kilimanjaro, they have come back, they have run 440, they have done every every, they've even done intermittent. What have you said that they have not done? They have done it, but they have not lost weight. That's their challenge. Another person's challenge could be please oh, I like Eba. I cannot do it. If I don't eat Eba in one day, I feel faint. Can you still show me how to lose weight while I eat my eba? Another person's own could be, I'm very picky about food, so I only eat junk. So that's why I don't know how to, you know, still enjoy meals um, um, while enjoying myself and then losing weight all at the same time. These are challenges. Their pain points could be, huh? The last slim tea I bought, nothing. It did not work. Their pain points could, could be people have made fun of me in the past, you know, and, and is messing with my self-esteem. These are all things that this person could be going through. And these are all things that you could use in your marketing. 
you could call them out. You could say, are you going through this? Are people making fun of you? Are you finding it difficult to lose weight? You have tried or you, or you want to continue eating your eba and your rice and still lose weight consistently. Do you want to lose weight and still keep it off? These are all different ways that you're going to speak to these people. If they come to your DM and they say, ha, I don't know if this is your product will work or you, as in you go ahead and tell them, ha, I have had someone that was eating a bar and still losing weight. You send a review. I have had someone that she was, as in she, she didn't even love eating veggies and all, but I told her how she could eat it, you know, lose weight in a healthy way without fasting and, you know, killing yourself in the process or getting ulcer. And you send a review. These are all ways that you convince people. Do you think it's magic? But if you don't even understand your customer, why will you even know what to say to them? You don't even understand them. Now, let's go on to, I think this is the fifth now. Let's go on to the fifth. That is their objections. <laughs> what you're going to be doing here is overrule, 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 overrule. Objection, my lord. Objection, overruled. That's what you're just going to be doing here. List out all their objections. All the objections that you want them to have. You can do this in a tabular form. Objections that they're going to have to buy from you and cancel it out. On the, like on the other side of the table, say how I'm going to cancel out these objections. First object, objection could be, are you for real? Are you a scam? Second objection could be, oh, you're, oh, you're not in Uyo. I don't want anybody that is going to ask me for delivery fee. Third objection could be, um, I have actually tried something like this before. It did not work. You know, just list out every single one of those objections. Okay. And now we're going to be entering the last one. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you tag and share to a friend or two. This podcast is possible because of amazing listeners like you. Thank you for the support. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. (laughs) Okay, so we've been talking about everything that we need to set up our own custom avatar template and now we're in the sixth and last one and that is role in the buying process this one is not as important to some businesses as it is in others this basically means is that person that you're speaking to the person that is going to bring out the money or do they have to go and take the money from another person example i once saw an ad where a lady was saying that Uh, Okay, she was speaking to women from her write-up and everything. I understood that it was women she was speaking to. And she said, see, oh, better go and collect her girl's wallet, oh, because this one, pass your own. Because she's selling all these expensive kitchen gadgets. So, So she was like, tell him that with this, you're going to make him even yummier meals. You know, she was trying to sell the thing to to them. And it made me smile. Now, that message was not tailored to the women to actually come and pay it was tailored to their husbands so they're going to carry that thing that she told them and go and transfer it to him 
So are you seeing their own position, their role in the buying process? There are two roles in the buying process, the primary decision maker and the decision influencer. In this case, these women are the decision influencer. They are the ones that will carry the thing like that, that the vendor told them. They will carry their husband. CEO, baby, please, I want this air fryer. I want this blender. I want this dishwasher. Because it's this. Because it's that. They even said that if I use this air fryer, I can be, um, I can be rubbing your chest while frying potato at the same time. And wouldn't you like that type of thing? Uh, <laughs> so they'll just carry it like that and give it to the primary decision maker which is the husband that is in this scenario that I just painted from the ad that I saw. Now, there could be another scenario where the person that you're talking to is the person that will bring out the money. That is the primary decision maker. So in this case, you're not telling them to go to somebody and go and convince somebody. You're just telling them, do you need this? If you need this, bring out the money. Okay. <laughs> so either of them actually will work. As I said, it's more profound in some businesses than in others. If it's not so important in your business, then you can just leave it at the primary decision makers. If those are the main people that you're reaching out to. If you've been in business for a while, you'll actually be able to answer all these questions with a bit of thinking. But if you haven't or you need extra help or you would need help, that's where research will come in. Now, let me quickly tell, tell you about how important research is. When I, I first heard the term customer avatar, I heard it from a graphics design class that I signed up for. I think that was four years ago. One of the things that the person taught us was how to you create all this cartoon animation, all this cartoon animation that could even look like you. So that was basically what the person was teaching, one of the topics covered in that graphic designing class. So that person was calling that, as all those cartoons that could look like you, customer avatar. I didn't know, I, that, as in, that was basically what I thought it was. So later on, I paid for a training. That was like almost two years later. And for those two years, I had been calling that thing customer avatar and i've been seeing where people had been saying do you understand your customer avatar do you know what your customer avatar should look like and i'll be like of course of course is it customer avatar that i've been designing since because i felt i knew what they were talking about so i paid for this class and then in the first lesson they were talking about customer avatar they were not saying demographics goals objection i said what, what are these people saying and I told them, is customer avatar not like the cartoon character that, you know, makes you look, that looks like you? The person was like, no. And huh. I mean, myself, I didn't believe. You know something you've, you've had ingrained in your mind for almost two years. I went to Chrome. I opened my Google. I started doing my research. I read and I read on customer avatar. Not even one single one said anything about cartoon or animation. I was so pained. <laughs> but that is how I learned the right thing customer avatar actually meant. Now, back to what we were saying, we're talking about research. You can research by interviewing existing customers, maybe over the phone or even physically. 
If you have staff, you can get their opinions. You can ask them, what do you think? Which kind of people do you think we really get in this business? Get their, get their opinions, hear what they have to say. You'll be surprised. If you have someone in maybe customer service, you can talk to them. They are the ones that interact with customers a lot. They understand maybe issues that they may have. They understand some things that they may be going through. So they, they may have some insights to give to you. Now, if you are like a solopreneur, there is only you. Only you do your business. You're the customer service. You're the graphics designer. You are the staff. You are the everything. <laughs> then it means you already know everything. And anything you don't know, you don't know. So you can help yourself by conduct, like by um, conducting an online so survey. You can try Survey Monkey, or you can use Google Form. Create a form and send out to intending customers or past customers, asking them questions that is going to help bring out objections and all from them. It's not like you will just go and ask them what is your objection to buying our product. No, you in like instead you can say something like what's stopping you from buying our product. You can even make the poll anonymous so that they can feel free to actually say the truth. Because the thing about polls is that a lot of us lie. So you can make it anonymous so that they can open up and speak up. Now, after you've done your research and everything, you would now create an avatar that is going to suit your brand. Now, um, before we leave, I will tell you something else. I actually learned this of recent. I didn't always have this. What I've always had is a customer avatar for my business. But recently, I learned that as important as it is creating a customer avatar for your business, you should also create a customer avatar for the people that you don't want. That is the ones, the people you don't want. If you don't, go and create a customer avatar for people that you don't want. For me, I created a customer avatar. I said, I don't want business owners that are lazy. I don't want business owners that small thing, they have DM'd you, I'm tired, I've given up. I don't want business owners that don't like to invest in their business. I don't want business owners that love making excuses. You know, I sat down and I wrote, so once I just see that you are falling inside that category, also, I've run, I've japa, I don't even use to waste time. So I will just exit myself to avoid calamity because the reason some some of us are like ha oh i don't even know the kind of customers i used to get problem 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 is because you, you don't even have a customer avatar then you don't even have a customer avatar for the person that you don't want this customer avatar they call it the negative persona Instead of your customer persona or your customer avatar, this one is the negative persona, the one you don't want. Okay, so let's, sum let's summarize. I hope you've gotten a lot of value from this podcast. I really, really hope you've gotten a lot of value. In summary, this is basically all we've talked about in this podcast. You would need to research, do your research. This is if you already don't have it down. Because if you have done business for a while, this should be easy for you. In 30 minutes to an hour, you should have already created your customer avatar. But if you're new, you may not really know their pain points or something. So you can do some research. 
Now, after you research, the second thing we talked about is you now go ahead to create your avatar using that template that I gave you. And then finally, you create a negative persona outlining all the things that you don't want that your customer to have. I hope you practice this. Please practice. And if ever you create your custom avatar, please share on your Instagram or on your Facebook and tag me. Maybe you can post it to your stories. You can post it to your stories and tag me at Digital Beast Guru. And I will definitely come and check it out. Thank you so much for listening till the end. And I will definitely see you in our next podcast. Have an amazing day. Thank you so much for tuning in. Digital Marketing Today is a weekly podcast where we discuss all things digital marketing. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to follow, like, and comment on your best takeaway. Turn on notifications to know when the next episode is out. And don't forget to share and rave to your friends about us. Till next week. Ciao. Ha, ha, ha.